Hello everyone, my name is Samuel Genus, and I'm here with my wife Sharon Genus, and I want to welcome you to Righteousness, Relationships, and Riches. This is a Christ-centered podcast where we promote righteous living as taught by Christ, healthy relationships with our spouse, family, and neighbors, and growing riches through entrepreneurship. So buckle up, because you're in for a great ride. This is our relationship segment, and today we will be talking about marriage commitment. So let's get into this discussion. Hey, Sharon, how you doing? I'm good, Sam. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How was your day? Um, my day was okay today. How you feeling? Feeling a little tired right now. It's feeling kinda, tired? Yeah. It's only 9.57 p.m. Yeah, start yawning already. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, do you feel connected to me? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You're supposed to ask me how I'm doing. I'm <laughs> waiting. Are you okay? All right. Give me a chance. <laughs> so, how are you today? Um, um, I'm doing good. Doing good? Yeah, I'm doing better. Why? Um, why am I doing better? <laughs> um, oh boy. I'm just doing better. Just doing It's been better. a good day. Got yeah. a lot done. Got a lot done. You know, we spent some time together the past couple of days, so that's. Feeling good, feeling good. Yeah, I had a good weekend. Today yeah, is a wind down. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. get ready for the the weekday grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we're talking about um, marriage commitment, and I wanted to actually start this off by kind of like <clears throat> being a little bit transparent because we had a heck, no, we had a hell of a week. Hell yeah. <laughs> So, for we those of you who don't know, me and my wife got into a very big fight. No, they fight. don't know. <laughs> no, they don't know. Oh, I, I thought I said for those of you who don't know. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got into a hell of a fight this week. Uh, it was bad. It was like bad, bad. Like, like oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> like bad. <laughs> like, it was the worst, right? It probably wasn't the worst, but it was bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was bad. It eventually turned out good, but it was bad. It was so bad. Uh, my wife, we, you know, she called herself like jumping out of the Hello. argument. She called herself jumping out of the argument. Like, you know, I'm just going to go to sleep and whatever after she done told me off and everything. And I was just like sitting there like this girl. Um, I pulled so a Jordan Peterson. They don't know what that is. She basically just went to bed and was like, okay. Um, no to be continued or whatever. So um, I got mad and I wasn't that mad. I was mad, but <clears throat> I pulled out my, yeah, she put her little mask on her face, you know, to block the, you know, told me off and then just like got quiet and put her little night mask on so she can't see the light. And Oh my God. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm, uh, I started I started took out my suitcase and I started putting stuff in it. And uh and what did you do, Sharon? <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> she woke up, right? She was like, I'm gonna do what Jordan Peterson said. I'm just gonna, you know, take a time out and whatever, just stop talking. So I was like, Okay. I just started packing my bags. And uh it's like, and in my mind, I was like, watch her peek out of her little night. I can't 
night you did that to me. Mask or whatever. And you peeped out, didn't you? Sure did. <laughs> I did. I was like, um, where, uh, yeah, where well, are you he, going? Uh, all of a sudden, she was in a talking <laughs> mood again. Um, <clears throat> you leave it? Yeah, then I ended mm. up, I ended up, you know, I left my stuff on the table, my briefcase. I mean, uh, my uh, packing bags open and everything. <clears throat> and I eventually got in the bed and stuff. And this chick. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. TMI. <laughs> this chick decides to, like, get all, uh, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> You're mine. <laughs> You ain't going nowhere. Oh my god! Now I've never been raped before, so I don't know what that feels like. But all I'm saying is, I didn't go nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't going nowhere. You're mine. So we was talking the following day. (laughs) Sharon. So we were talking oh the gosh. following day and everything. And she was like, man, I can't believe. Like, he was, she was like, are you, are you still going to leave? She woke up in the morning. Like, are you still going to leave? And I was like, no. I, I still shared some things that was on my mind. Cause I was still a little bit upset. Now, I wasn't upset. I was upset. But, you know, I was getting over it. But, you know, I'm the type of person I like to have closure. So we, we had a conversation. And <clears throat> we actually got some closure in that conversation. Seriously did. Yeah, we actually did. That was one of the best times. One, yeah. Yeah. That I actually Thanks to me. gave you closure. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but we did. We got closure. <laughs> so we ended up going out to eat <laughs> that day. And she was like, man, like, you know, wow, like you was actually going to leave. And I was like, I was playing. <laughs> I could have wrung his neck. <laughs> she was like, "You was playing." I was like, "See, I knew you was. I knew you." I said, like, "Watch her peep out of her her little night mask, trying to act like she ignoring me." But when she heard them, when she heard those uh, that suitcase, that suitcase <laughs> unzip, she was like, "What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what?" Um, I did. Because you don't normally do that, Sam. No, I don't normally do that. You I, do not I don't normally do bluff, but I ain't going to front. I did bluff that night. <laughs> um, it's kind of interesting. It's weird. It's like I, I was bluffing, but at the same time, I was dealing with, I was still dealing with like some. Temptation? No. Well, temptation, but thoughts, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I'm leaving. You're like, where the heck are you going? You know, right. you put in all this work. You ain't going nowhere. And then the other side of you was like, yes, you are, you know. And the other part is like, what you going to do? You going to stay single for the rest of your life? What you going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you going to start all over? It's like all those thoughts you have, you know. Um, but, and, and you know, and a lot of times we don't work those thoughts out. Mm-hmm. They they come, they go, they they linger for a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds. You know, you entertain it for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but one of the things that I, I do appreciate the fact that, you know, we, we always snap out of it. Thank you know, because you can't. Yeah, oh my God! Yeah. You really can't entertain those thoughts, and that's what we want to talk about today. You know, we want to talk about the marriage commitment. Yeah. You know what it what it really means to be committed, because we're living in a generation where a lot of people just are just not committed. Um, they're just not committed, and so we want to we want to talk about that. Right. Um, right. You know, <clears throat> the marriage commitment. Why that is so important. <clears throat> um, you know, because the marriage journey is. A heck of a ride. It is. You know? It is. And it's a forever ride. Like, 
Mm-hmm. And that and that, you know, the, the, the vows, I mean, you're committing to um to love, to to have and to hold for mm-hmm. better, for worse, for sickness and poor, you know, like you're committing. That is like the ultimate commitment. Right. And what we did there was we actually committed to what we said we would do. You know, right. it was not a good time. We were having a difficult time, but mm-hmm. we actually came to our senses and remembered we have to commit to this. Right. We're married, you know. And um and that's what when I look at those wedding vows, it's like the ultimate commitment. Mm-hmm. You know. Um you're not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. We got to stick this thing through through the good and the bad times, you know, for richer and for poorer. Um you know, it's just like it's just like commitment. We're just we have to commit to it. Right. And we don't want to just commit. We want to be happily committed. Mm. healthily committed you know you always say things like that you know like i don't want to just be together forever i want to be happy and Mm. enjoying one another yeah because i think that's part of the i think some people especially in the church yeah they're committed to being married Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know because they're like oh well god hates divorce right? Right, right or they're like you know well, God is joined together. Let no man put asunder. You know, so they're they're committed to being married, or they may be committed to staying married for the sake of the kids, or for the sake of money. Because you know, being single now, you no longer have two incomes; you have one income, right? Um, and so, <clears throat> and you know, then you have a lot of women who sometimes, maybe not in this generation, but I know, like in previous, the older generation, you know, the the wife was stay at home; she wasn't working as much, <clears throat> and the man was doing everything, and so. She may feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to stay in this marriage because, mm. um, because he takes care of me. You know, he, right. I may not love him all the time or like him all the time, you know, but he pays the bills most of the time. So therefore, uh, I'm better off at least staying for those particular reasons. And I'm like, you know, we don't want to just be committed to being married, you mm-hmm. know, because I don't think you get brownie points for staying married. I think you get brownie points. You know, who cares if you've been married for 20 years? We've been married now going on, what, 22 years? This will, It'll tw- be 20... 23 next year? Three, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we've been married 22 years going on 23. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's... I don't look at that as brownie points. You know, it's like, okay, who cares if you've been married for a long time? I think the bigger question is, you know, are, are you happy? Right. You know, mm-hmm. You know, it's not about being committed... Not being committed to staying married, but being committed to the commitments that you made. And yeah. I think in the commitment that we made wasn't, oh, we're just going to stay married for Mm-mm. 50 years. Yeah. Or we're just going to stay married till death. The commitment was the vow. Right. It's like I vow to love and to honor and to cherish, you know, um, for better or for worse, through sick time, you know, mm-hmm. through sickness and health. Yeah. You know, uh, good times or bad times until death. Right? We vowed to love each other. We didn't just vow to stay married. We vowed to stay to be to love each other and to honor each other right. and to cherish each other from this day forward. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the commitment. You know, right. yep. um, so it's like it's it's like signing a contract. You know, you sign a, a lease agreement. Mm-hmm. You have to be committed to the lease agreement. You know, right. you know your bills are due at the first of the month. You, you know, if you're late, then this is your late fee, you know. So there's there's um, there's an agreement there. And when we get married, we said vows, we shared vows. And so the key is 
is being committed to the actual vows that we made. Right. Um, and it's more than just <clears throat> staying, staying married for the sake forever. of staying married. Yeah, and I think that's what what kind of is sometimes a problem. Like, we'll um, forget about the actual vow. Because mm-hmm. even when we were talking about it, um, you brought that to my attention. I skipped right. over all of that. Right. The love, the cherish. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, till death do we part. Because that's what we see mm-hmm. is that, oh, we just have to stay in this thing forever. Right. And, you know, it was like, once you get married, you just can't divorce. You mm-hmm. can't let it go. But no, there's a whole commitment there that you're committing to. Right. And that just like, mm-hmm. like opened my eyes. Like, what the heck, Sharon? How did you miss that? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. It's crazy. And that's good because it's like we're committed to love. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you'll ask me, you like, you know, Sam, do you love me? And I said, you know, not all the time. Um, yeah. And, and you'd be like, Sam, I love you. And I'm like, not all the time. Right. Yeah. But that is the commitment. Mm-hmm. The commitment is to love each other. Right. All of the time. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I like <clears throat> you right now. I don't love you. Mm-hmm. But we're supposed to be loving each right, other. Right. <laughs> and we're supposed to be behaving in a loving mm-hmm. way right and if truth be told couples aren't always behaving in Mm-mm. a loving way Mm-mm. with their spouse right you know yeah. it's like you give your spouse the silent treatment because you mad or whatever it is you know well was that the loving thing to do no you know right. no. um you know and so everything that we do in our marriage is not always the loving thing to do which means we violated Mm-hmm. the commitment yeah we violated the vow yeah and a lot of people may be like well i didn't cheat on my spouse right yeah but you broke the vow yeah by know, not doing the by loving. not loving and honoring right. and cherishing yeah. mm-hmm. from this day forward yeah you know yeah because there are days that may go by hours that may go by and you're not loving right. you're yep. not cherishing them mm-hmm. you know you're rendering evil for evil mm. you're spiteful at times you oh know and none of those things was part of the vow wow you know none yeah. of those types of behaviors was part of the vow and so um i think that's that's what we're committed to and i think couples who recognize that that wow even when you know I'm not having my best day. Mm-hmm. I still got to be committed to these vows. Right. Because it's just like bills. Just because you're having a bad month. Don't mean that. you can skip right. paying your rent or your mortgage or your car note yeah. or your insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. You still got you still got to handle those responsibilities. Yeah. You know, regardless of whether you had a good day or a bad day or a good month or a bad month because you made a commitment right. to that contract. And I'm like, well, let's look at our marriage the same way because we did make a commitment. We did share vows. Right. So pretty much what we're saying here is don't skip over the loving activity and to treating one another with love and respect and honoring and cherishing one another. Because if you're doing, if you skip that, you're not really committing and to what you're supposed to be committing to. Right. And if you're just you're skipping over that and just saying, well, we're still together, we're still hanging in there, mm-hmm. but you're acting terrible in all those other areas, you have not fulfilled the commitment. Right. And there needs to be some repentance. And it's easy, mm-hmm. it's easy to it's easy to feel committed when mm-hmm. things are going great. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, wow, can even sometimes when we have our what I call intense fellowship, mm-hmm. um, I sometimes I don't do it all the time, but 
sometimes I ask myself like, you know, and I have to remind myself that, wow, like, you know, um, you're not walking away. You know, mm-hmm. I'll be in my mind. I'm telling myself like, you know, you're not walking away from this. Your goal is to resolve whatever issues that's happening. Mm-hmm. But it's like being able to remember that in the moment of the battle, mm-hmm. like in the mm-hmm. moment of conflict, you know, because it's always good to remember that when it's your anniversary and everything's going good mm-hmm. and, you know, you're on vacation and stuff like that. But can you remember that you made a commitment to love, honor and cherish right. even when that person disappoints you? Mm-hmm. Even if you said something that I didn't like, or even if you did something that I didn't like, or even if, you know, we didn't see eye to eye on something, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, it's yeah. like, can I st- still be committed to those vows? So what helps you in those times, like when we're ha- going toe to toe and then we're just having a rough time and intense fellowship, like we say, you know, what helps you and brings you back to... All right, let me chill out here. Do the right thing. Fix this. Let's. What, what do we got to do here? What helps you? I um. Know. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. What no, I, th- I think like for me, it's like um. It's like. I don't know. It's like that. Uh, that that still voice, like your mm-hmm, conscience. Mm-hmm, you know, because you know. Um, you know, the Bible says warning comes before destruction mm-hmm. and a haughty spirit before a fall. And, you know, I I do hear, mm-hmm. you know, the I, I hear truth. Right. You know, Me as well. and I don't think I always want to hear it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I hear it anyway. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, you know, um, say something kind, mm-hmm. you know, remind her, let her know that you're upset. But that doesn't mean you're going to walk away or let her know that she has the right to disagree with you. I so appreciate when you do that, when you tell me, you reassure me that, um, and I'm, 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 I'm asking you this, or I'm saying this because of blah, blah, blah. But I just want you to know, I love you and I'm not leaving you. I'm not walking away. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what that does for me, even though I may know that, but just to hear it, in the middle of mm-hmm. intense fellowship, it means it it calms me down when yeah. I hear that. Yeah, and it calms me down too yeah. when I'm having the thought, mm-hmm. you know, if I yield to it, because mm-hmm. you know I don't always yield to it because I don't always say it. Yeah, like, no, no. But sometimes, don't. like you know, we'll be chatting and I'll I'll send you a text and I'll be like, oh, this is what's bothering me and stuff like that. And then you'll notice sometimes three minutes later I'll be like, yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. you know. I still want to stay with you. I yeah. still, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that's me having that conversation, conversation with, with yourself. Yeah. To be like, oh, okay, you shared with her what was on your mind. You shared with her that something is bothering you or that you're pissed off about something. Yeah, because you're like, boom. Yeah. Cause, but yeah. I love you. <laughs> I'm not leaving you. <laughs> You'd be like, boom. And I'd be like, ready to punch back. And then, but I love you. I want you to know. <laughs> be like, oh. Okay, honey. Let me calm down. I love you too. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere either. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and the crazy part about it is, is like, 
it's funny because what it is it actually like some people may say okay well that's easier said than done it is it is easier said than done especially if um that's not the norm in your relationship mm-hmm. like like i said like you know like because when i'm sharing that with you mm-hmm. you're not sharing that with me mm-hmm. so Sometimes it's easier to respond a certain way when the other person said something a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like if you reassured me, it kind of may melt me yeah. to say something nice back. Mm-hmm. But what if you're the first person to say something? Right. right? What if right. the other person didn't extend mm-hmm. the olive branch? Mm-hmm. Who's going to extend that olive branch first? Right. You know, and. um <clears throat> And I know that that's sometimes like that's the those are the battles, yeah. You know, that we go through because everybody, yeah. In a perfect world, everybody will hear the voice of God and everybody will respond just as fast as they heard it. But we're not in a perfect world, and we're not mm-hmm. perfect, and we're not always, you know, we you know, just because we're married doesn't mean we don't have our own demons to fight. Oh God, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. There could be things that are, that you're battling with in your own mind and in your own soul, um, and, and that's between you and God. And then mm-hmm. there are things that I'm battling with, you know, um, and that's b- between me and God as well. Um, and it's like I gotta conquer my own temptations or my own inner challenges and stuff like that, so that I can even muster up the right. courage and the faith to extend an olive branch mm-hmm. to be like. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Um, wow, I did make a commitment to her. Yeah. I did vow to her. You know, and then the other side of me, the devil side of me <laughs> or whatever, you know, is like, man, bump that. You know, I mean, F that, yeah. to be honest. Like, like, that's the other, you know, Satan doesn't care. He's like, man, F that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, she ain't say nothing to you, so why you got to say it? You know what I mean? So sometimes that that could be even more challenging. But at the end of the day, what would love do? Would love sit around waiting for someone to extend the olive branch first? And the answer is no. Herein is love. Mm-hmm. Not that we love God, but that he first loved us. And it's, I, I find that interesting that God holds us to that same level of that type of love. Like, okay, who cares if the world did not adjust itself to you? Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. are you going to do what's right? instead right and anyway. that's mm-hmm. you know sometimes we blow like, oh, yeah we can do that we can do that but then when the moment presents itself it's like okay do it and it can be challenging yeah it's like you really have to <clears throat> dig in to uh really get that and do the right thing it's mm-hmm. like you have to really like grasp that <laughs> i'm not being loving right now right. i am not doing the right thing and, and I you think don't want to be loving. Yeah, and I think that's where your conscience of your your what are you what you've been learning from being a believer, you know, it it, it kicks in, mm-hmm. you know, and or even just you know just realizing I married this man, mm-hmm. <laughs> I married this woman, you know, let me stop let, right. before this goes any further, because yeah. it could get really bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it could it, get bad, yeah, it can. bad, and it's like. And, and you don't know how bad it can get. Right. You know, yep. you don't mm-hmm. know how bad it can get. You don't know how violent it can get. Mm-hmm. That rabbit hole, that hell hole 
it can go deep. Like yeah. I think even Jesus said in the book of Revelations, you know, there are some who does who don't know the depths of Satan. Mm, mm-hmm. So we don't know, um, you know, um, we don't know how mad we can get. Yeah. You know, um, we don't know and we don't know how sinister we can get if we allow that darkness mm-hmm. to overtake us, you know. Right. And I can feel it when it's overtaking, mm-hmm. you know, when it's mm-hmm. like, okay, Sam, you're, you're, you're about to lose your mind, you know, it's like the prodigal son, you know, the, mm-hmm. the scripture says, you know, he was out there, he wasted his money, all this stuff with his friends, righteous living. Now he's sitting here with these swine, these pigs, and he's so hungry. He's like, he's about to eat their food, you know, mm-hmm. but the scripture says he came to his senses. senses and right. I think that happens in our relationships where we actually snap. Yeah. And we lose it, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes we sometimes we lose it in such a sophisticated way. Mm. Like when I say sophisticated, it's almost like we're, we feel justified mm. in our insanity. That's it. That's right that. There. Yeah, that's the scary yes. part, because it's oh like you actually feel justified. Yeah. yeah. You're like you're acting like the yeah. devil and you're like. But I'm right. I, exactly. You're like, I'm supposed to behave yep. this way. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have said that. She shouldn't have said that. Oh and so my God. I that feel justified. Fair. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, call me. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, yep. call, call me the devil and I feel justified. And and if we're not careful, we're think we may not even look at ourselves as the devil. We may think we're justified in our, you know, anger and yeah. violence and just saying the craziest stuff at that moment in time but it is a moment of insanity it's mm-hmm. a moment of like folly you know it's a moment of like wow you lost your mind you know and um and i'm glad that those moments don't last because um you know who knows yeah. you know you can that can end up in domestic violence that can end up in all kinds of crazy stuff you know mm-hmm. but it but Make no mistake, it is a moment of insanity. It is. You know? <laughs> and we don't like to admit that, but yeah. it really is. Like, you've lost your mind for a minute. Mm-hmm. And you, you've you've went out of character, and you've done and said some things that you shouldn't have. And, you know, and it makes it, it, makes it um, kind of embarrassing sometimes to come back. Mm-hmm. So we want to not do that as much as possible. Right. Like, how can we not go there not you know get so caught up in anger and um get to that point where we're just flipping out on each other because we've done it but mm-hmm. we we've we've we don't do it all the time right sometimes we have reasonable conversations and sometimes it, it escalates but those times where we're having reasonable conversations i think that um it's important to um go into those conversations with a mindset hey we're about to have this discussion and set the set the mood yeah <laughs> it could be it could be a little you might get a little offended you know but let's let's love each other and let's have this conversation because it's needed yeah, the biggest word is yeah. intentional. It 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 has to be intentional. Like mm-hmm. you know, you can't go to war without intent. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just be willy nillying your way through war. So right. like you got to be intent about what you're gonna wear. Yeah, like you ain't just going to war with jeans and t shirt. Mm-hmm. So like you're gonna put on a helmet. You mm-hmm. gonna put some mm-hmm. boots on. Right. You know, you're gonna put some camouflage outfits on. You gonna make wear a bulletproof vest. You're bringing a gun. You're bringing a handgun. You know, AR-15. Like you're gonna get prepared. You're gonna be intentful about the fact that I gotta wear this. I I gotta get this kind of gear mm-hmm. 
because I'm going to war. Or if I'm going camping, I got to get this kind of gear Mm -hmm. because I'm going camping. Well, I'm about to have a sensitive conversation with my spouse. Mm -hmm. You got to we got to be intentful about the gear that we're going to bring, the tools we're going to bring, the tone Mm -hmm. we're going to bring, the atmosphere. My partner, Corey, said something. My business partner, Corey, said something to me. He was like, um, uh, I thought it was pretty profound. He says, the body has to regulate, you know, like if your body, if you can't regulate your body, you will not be able to handle certain types of conversations. Mm -hmm. And when he was talking about regulate, he was like, you know, sometimes when people get, start getting upset, their hands become sweaty, Mm -hmm. you know, they, their, their heart rate starts to uh, increase, Mm -hmm. you know, they start, they start like, you know, you know, just fidgeting and just, you know, not, they're getting all worked up. You know, and the more they get worked up, the the more cloudy their judgment is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, or and it affects the way that they hear. Yeah, it affects the way they process mm-hmm. things. It affects the way they interpret things, you know, um, and he was saying that sometimes you have to actually set the atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to actually regulate the room. I agree. You know, and it was like, you know, um, sometimes, like, oh, let's 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 set a nice um let's have a nice dinner mm-hmm. and the dinner can sometimes set the atmosphere mm-hmm. for a serious conversation right you know? yeah or or hold the person's hand or hold their you know mm-hmm. put your hand on their leg mm-hmm. or give them a compliment or something first to help regulate their body mm. because they're already like yeah feeling all weird you know what i mean right. so it's like you know you have to regulate you know you almost have to do like this regulation and this room temperature check because what you're about to say is going to be sensitive what you're about to say they might take it the wrong way mm-hmm. because of the way they're you know um the way they think or whatever it is and it's like when you love the person it's like you it's like some people are so and i and that's my challenge it's like I want to share something. I want to say something. Something's bothering me. And sometimes I am more concerned about what I have to say than about the regulation mm. of the room mm-hmm. or the regulation of your temperature. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, That's what, what I said. What, You'd be like, boom. Whatever that is. You know what I mean? Knock um, me out. I'd be like, took a left Yeah. Look. But at the same time, we also have to self-regulate. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, and I gotta you know, come to my senses. Yeah, how do you go? How you gonna respond to that, Shay? Right, or but, Sharon, right. or Sister Genus, or First Lady, right. or, or not First, you know? But how you gonna respond to that? Right, and who are of, you? And a lot of people don't always they don't always know how to self regulate. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, can they can they calm themselves down? Right, can they lower their heart rate? Mm-hmm. Can That's they my can they like? You know, um, okay, I'm about to have this conversation. Yeah. Let me get my mind in the right situation, in the right frame, or let me remember that, oh, he or she is not my enemy. Right. That's my husband. That's my yep. spouse. We just mm-hmm. had sex three days ago. Right. Why am I treating him like my enemy? Mm-hmm. We just went out to eat two days ago. We just, yeah. you know, we've been living together for the past 15 years. Why would I act like this person is my enemy? Right. Right. That's all part of that self-regulation. Mm-hmm. And, um yeah, and sometimes and, and the think, other person reassuring you is good, mm-hmm. but we also got to be 
adults and reassure ourselves. Yes, we have to be our own um, individual, our own, um, uh, have our own personal walk with the Lord, <laughs> you know. And I and also I think that um, that's when those uh, things come in handy when you do those um, rituals. No, it's not the rituals. It's when you do those little foxes, like the oh. little, little, the little things that you may do, like give me my Kit Kat or give, mm-hmm. I bring you home your drinks or get you something that you like or, um, or we've been out to to dinner, you know, mm-hmm. together, or um, you know, we those little things add up. So those things are at the top of our our list, our minds when those when you come with these gestures and you know your cup is kind of full mm-hmm. with love right. love notes love gestures from your spouse so when they come into you you remember those okay okay he loves me mm-hmm. you know he just needs just as much um clarity in this as you know and i need to give him that right you know and i i remember when um um you and i we're having we almost was getting into it one morning you was coming to me with something and and no we were just having a discussion we mm-hmm. were just talking about something and then i was just like in my mind i was like you know what he just wants to be understood just as bad as i want to be understood mm-hmm. you know so sharon take some time to hear what he's saying don't interrupt just hear what he's saying right you know and um and that's what we have to do we just have to really examine what's going on you know, right. and um, yeah. yeah, it's like the like those commitments. You know, when we talk about to love, to honor, and cherish. You know, those are they sound like simple words. Mm-hmm. They sound like simple projects. You know, we say it, and within what a minute and a half, two minutes, those vows are complete. Yeah, but how many people actually study what it means? Mm-hmm. You know, what it means to love, what it means to honor someone. You know mm-hmm. what it means to cherish someone, and I think a lot of times we people just don't. You know, like they don't. It it means so many things to so many people, um, and if we were to really look at people's behavior in their marriage, we would clearly see how often they violate those those vows. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, and and I think that's simply because it's not always on the top of our mind. Mm-hmm. You know, but the moment, you know, it's like it's it's like driving a car. Mm-hmm. You know, how often do we crash? Mm-hmm. Rarely right. do we yeah. crash. Rarely do we drive into our you know garage. Rarely do we drive into, um, you know, rarely do we hit our mailbox. You know, it's not, you know, I mean, you, you hit the mailbox. <laughs> no, <laughs> <once>. no. <laughs> but, but even still, yeah, you hit the mailbox once or maybe twice, but it's not like you do it every week. It's not right. like you do it once a month, mm-hmm. you know. So even if you, even for those of you out there who did hit the mailbox or who did, you know, by accident hit the garage door when you're parking, how often do you do that? And the answer is you rarely do it. Right. You know what I mean? You, you probably did it once, maybe twice. Hit the garage once. Yeah. <laughs> Just right. once. You know, or you might park your car next to somebody and you're opening the door. You know, how often do you hit the other person's car with your door? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're we're careful like that, you know. Right. Um, Never but, drop the baby. Yeah, yeah, right. How often do you do you drop your baby? Never drop you know? your baby. Um, there's just certain things. How often do you take the wrong medicine? Mm-hmm. 
you know mm-hmm. how often do you like you out you know for those of you who go hunting do you accidentally shoot yourself or shoot mm-hmm. somebody you mm-hmm. don't you know mm-hmm. um there's just just uh, there's a lot of terrible things that we avoid simply because we're careful mm-hmm. you know um but it's like well bring that same carefulness into your marriage right you know what I mean? Yeah. That same carefulness into your marriage. You know, in the Bible says, "Be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath." Though, though that phrase or commandment is so simple, mm-hmm. yet so challenging, mm-hmm. if we don't meditate on that, I think mm-hmm. that's what happens. We hear scriptures, but we don't really let it marinate. Right. We're, you know, we're we're uh, we don't always feed ourselves. Like the word of God, we don't always feed ourselves. We don't always feed peace into ourselves. You know, mm. um, you know, if if we're not always, we don't always feel in charge. Mm. It's like we we like you know we're all over the place and we lose it. So when when a problem arises, we are quick to go into default mode, mm-hmm. and default mode happens to be the worst mode. Mm. You know, fight yeah. or flight, you know, yeah. uh, the default mode should be Christ. The default mode should be love. You know, the default mode should be, you know, give them the benefit of a doubt, forgiveness, mercy, grace. Mm-hmm. But um, when you're offended, that's not always the default mode, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that just has to be practiced. And I think we practice that by, you know, daily traditions, prayer. You know, daily devotions, right. Right? Medi- yeah. meditating upon the word of God, mm-hmm. you know, um, engaging in the rules, the rule, you know, like embracing the rules of engagements. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, when we're having an intense conversation or a sensitive conversation, we will not do A, B or C, you know, right. and, and sticking to that and practicing that. You know what I mean? And role playing. You know, what if your husband or your spouse said this to you? What if they cussed you out? Mm like role play that you know uh in your mind and be like okay what sh- what should be my response it's like public speaking like we we take the time to think about what we're going to say when we publicly speaking but role play even police officers role play mm-hmm. you know like yeah, how to arrest people had, and all that i'm reminded of what my mentor had me write down when sam says this to me this is how i'm going to respond mm-hmm. and she was like, write that down so then you would have and, and remember it. Right. You know, and it's like, yeah, you're right. Role play it. Role play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Done. That was good. Um, so what is uh, the takeaway here? Or The takeaway is be committed to the commitments that you made. Be committed to the vow. Right. Marriage commitment is about being committed to the vows you made. Um, you know, some of you may know I'm a pastor and when I marry people, I actually print up um, the marriage vows. Mm-hmm. You know, I print up the whole thing yeah, and I go do. to Kinko's and I yeah. put it in a, I put it in a, a, a nice, booklet and yeah. a nice booklet mm-hmm. and I give that to them. And I says, you know, you want to read this when you're not when you have a problem. You want to read this when you have a situation. You want to read this when you're not feeling your best mm-hmm. or you may not be feeling connected because this is the vow you've made. Right. You know, so so open it up and read through it and remind yourself of the vow you made, you know, mm-hmm. to love, to honor and cherish, 
to have and to hold from this day forward through sickness and in health, good times and bad times, richer or poorer, until death do us part. Um, that's the vow you made. That's right. the vow you and I made, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So whatever happens, we just need to remind ourselves of that. And we need to, sometimes we may need to recommit ourselves mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I haven't been, you know, I haven't been on point the way I should. So let me, let me, you know, kind of get back into that, you know? Um, and, you know, surround yourself with people who are serious about com- about mm-hmm. being committed to their marriage vows. Right. You know? Um, yep. I would say um, repent often mm-hmm. and repent to your spouse, not just to God, but repent to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Let them know you are sorry for what. Right. And like you said, um, um, like we did, you know, we've been doing is getting closure. Mm-hmm. This is what I will do going forward. Right. You know, um, that reassures one another that you heard, you understand, mm-hmm. you know, and um, okay, closure there. And um, so, yeah, repent, repent often, repent to your spouse, not just to God, and give closure to one another. Right. And keep your mind, um, like you said, stay around people that are like minded or, you know, that can help you. Listen to podcasts. Fill yourself with with things that'll help you. The tools mm-hmm. to get through these tough times, right? Because it's like they say, like you know, you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Well, Fill you, your cup. Yeah. Well, you are what you read, mm-hmm. and you are what you watch, right. and you are what you entertain. Mm-hmm. So be be mindful of what you read, be mindful of what you watch, and be mindful of what you entertain. And be mindful of your daily traditions, your daily rituals, Mm -hmm. because all of those things will make you stronger. All of those things will either make you stronger or weaker or more committed or less committed. True. You know, so Mm -hmm. mind, mind, mind what you're perceiving, your perceptions, what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're being entertained by um, and what you are meditating on and stuff like that. All right. So we thank you for um, listening. Uh, my name is uh, Samuel Genus, and I'm with my wife, Sharon Genus, and we thank you for listening to Righteousness, Relationships, and Riches. Be on the lookout because every week we provide three separate um, presentations, one about righteousness, one about relationships, and one about riches, how to build mm-hmm. wealth through entrepreneurship. Uh, because we, we kind of see like that's kind of like the whole uh, balance, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 what we call them is like the, the factors, the R factors, you know, mm-hmm. righteousness, relationships, and riches, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and that's how we can live a successful life. All right. So thank you for tuning in. We will uh, catch you in the next broadcast. Take care. Take care.